Shadowrunner and Jacket with their collaboration Borealis, which came out exactly a week ago today. My name is Karen Zoe Lee, and you're listening to Night Ride FM. On today's episode, later on, I'm going to be bringing out my guest, Eric C. Powell, and his wife, Andrea. But before then, I want to, like, I've got a lot of music for you to hear <laughs> because the last week I had some singles that you weren't able, able to hear, and this week we've got a few more. So. Let's kick back and let's get some vibes going. We've got one from Aztec Records coming out tomorrow. This is Heart Racer with Better Off. No calculations had enough. No motivation give it up. Sometimes you make me wanna jump.
That was Heart Racer with Better Off from Aztec Records. And that's coming out tomorrow. You're not going to find it on Bandcamp today. Ooh, last week, I wanted to play this for you. By the way, my internet is plugged into the wall. No Wi-Fi issues from here on out. Void Runner released this single last week. This is Holding Time in My Hands.
was Holding Time in My Hands by Void Runner, a synth duo from Little Rock, Arkansas. One of my new favorites. All right. Now on Valentine's Day, The Tilt released a new single, and this ended up on Ashley Forged in Neon's um, Pick of the Week list. This is The Tilt with Power Play. It's last time we're losing our breath 
that was The Tilt with Power Play that came out on Valentine's Day. And The Tilt is hanging out with us in the IRC on nightride.fm. Come to the website, come hang out with us, or on the YouTube chat. We're hanging out there too. So on Tuesday, Darfolds came out with a brand new single. This one's called Take My Hand. Folds with Take My Hand. Yeah, that just came out. I've missed that guy. Krishna came out with some something new this month. Uh, February 5th it was when uh, this track was released. This is Krishna with Flashbacks.
Flashbacks, the latest track by Kushna. And we have a debut by the new artist Atomic Ghost. And he sent me this track specifically from his debut album, Isolation Protocol, released just last month. This is Atomic Ghost with Attack the Arcade. Atomic Ghost with Attack the Arcade. Wow, way to come out of the gate there with that debut. He's in the IRC, by the way, if you want to go shower him in praise. They're already doing it. 
Cyberwalker sent me this. Uh, this is a track. Well, it's just a submission from Cyberwalker. I think this is from last year, actually. It's a track called Unknown Memories.
was Cyberwalker with Unknown Memories. It's dated last year, but I gotta tell you, that's an unreleased track or something, because Neon Fox and I cannot track that down. I'll have to ask him directly where he got that. So, see Thomas Howell, I just saw you come into the room. Uh, I was going to play this last week. He just released Volt Rectifier and The Circuit Life, February 7th, and uh, we're gonna play this track. Just because I want to say the title, this is C. Thomas Howell with Gremlins Fucked the Resistor.
That was C. Thomas Howell with Gremlins Fucked the Resistor from his most recent album, Volt Rectifier and the Circuit Life. Now available on Bandcamp. Go check it out. Space Force sent me this submission. This is the Space Force Anthem. Space Force with Space Force Anthem. All right. You know, I had another submission I wanted to play last week. Cyberflower sent me this, a track called Strong. Hello. Hello. 
Cyberflower with Strong, and that is a song of mysterious origin because, you know what, that's not on Bandcamp either. I'm going to have to ask him and find out who that vocalist was up next. I promised him I would play this last week. Atex came out with a track called Uriel.
That was Atex with Uriel. <laughs> My goodness. We love that. <laughs> I got a couple more for you before we bring out our guest. All right. So the golden hour. I noticed that he posted this and I asked if he, if he would let me play it. This is the golden hour with memoirs of a future part one. <laughs> Save me. 
was the golden hour with memoirs of a future part one all right so if you haven't heard of eric c powell i don't know how you got here because everybody in the sense we've seen knows who eric c powell is but last october he came out with this album called fly away and one of my favorite tracks one of the first that he came out with was this one welcome to synthetopia <laughs> Centopia. And that was Synthtopia by Eric C. Powell and Andrea Powell from their most recent album, Fly Away. And my guests of the hour are, of course, Mr. and Mrs. Hello. How are you doing? Good. We're doing great. How are awesome. you doing? All right. So talk to me about this uh, this album, Fly Away. Yeah, definitely. 
Fly away. Um, you know, it, it was a combination of a, n- a number of different songs, some of which we had kind of pre-released, kind of promote the album. And then what we usually do is do a few songs and then we finish up the album and, and release it all together, uh, usually with a, with a physical release as well. So there's actually uh, a lot of different songs on the album that are different from what we've released before kind of exploring some new ground. The name Fly Away comes from the main song that we that we wrote. Uh, was originally going to be an instrumental, but um, we decided to add a little bit of vocals and then we added more vocals. And then it's kind of got this background that's, that's kind of uh, reminiscent of say, kind of like the Blade Runner soundtrack. It's kind of what I envisioned in my mind when I was doing it. And honestly, I was just playing around with a, with a new synthesizer, just trying to see what the sounds were and, and how that worked. And they ended up being the whole song that we, that we released. I think it's a pretty eclectic album. It's got a lot of different styles in it, but yet it's cohesive. It does. I like that, though, because it, it shows that there's a lot of personal style in it, you know? Yes, yes. So would you... Uh... Would you say that with the new single, Soul to Your Heart, you're working towards another album, a different album? Well, it's early on. Yes, it could end up being on the next album. Uh, again, what I've been, we've been doing is uh, releasing a few songs and then it starts to form into a concept or an album. And that may be happening now, but it's so early right after uh, finally the culmination and release of Fly Away it's the new year and it's it's right now i don't know what the album's going to be so uh or how that's going to come together soul to your heart itself kind of has a backstory of its own this is an all new recording um it's really kind of a reimagining in the arrangement however it's a song that we wrote quite a few years ago uh and performed with a previous band uh when i was in my early college years and we performed it with that band. Uh, but it's such a great song, and Andrea wrote it. And we never had a recorded version with Andrea mm-hmm. on it, and it's just something that we wanted to do. So I tried and, to do it, and it just didn't seem to work out. Every time I did it, I said, well, that sounds hokey. That sounds weird. Um, and then it just, all of a sudden, it just started clicking when I tried this new version, and things kind of came together. And then not only that, there's several versions on, on, the, on the maxi single, we're calling a maxi single. You know, it's the four versions. They're a little bit different, and I think they all bring out different aspects of the song. They've all been really pretty well received. So yes. we're pretty happy about that. And we're happy to see this song out in the wild again, as you might say. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I had a hard time picking which one to air, and I've, <laughs> I've aired them all at one point. Yeah, we'll hear that one later. I want to close out with that one because it's so pretty. Uh, back to to fly away. So the first single from that that you released was that that was Welcome to Syntopia, right? I think it was uh, a little secret that some may not know that Welcome to Syntopia is really kind of a, a theme for a radio show, but we just kind of expanded it out to kind of more of a full song. And the Fly Away album is different for us in that I'm a writer that usually approaches writing songs very structurally. Uh, I, wa- I want to have, they don't all have to be the same, but I like to have a verse and then a pre-chorus and then a chorus or something like that. 
in a song, not every song, but in a song. And I kind of just broke away from that with the Fly Away album. Fly Away itself just has kind of this repeating mantra. And it's almost like a, I know I was talking about this before, the song before, but it's almost like a musical sandwich, which, which it has music before and then some vocals and then music at the end. Uh, mm -hmm. Welcome to Syntopia. It's just a little bit different. It's 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 got the chorus and then just the vocalizations that Andrea did for the verses, and it really worked out. What did you want to say about it, Andrea? Um, I just thought it was interesting. It was you know a little different, and it was really well received. I mean, I was kind of surprised how well received it was. Um, some people were like, well, "This is like our favorite song of yours," and I'm like, "Really?" You know, but <laughs> but yeah, it was it was different. Just a different thing to do vocally as well. So would you say that uh, most of your audience, your fan base, is uh, within or without uh, the synth fam, outside the synthwave community? Well, I would say we're kind of a crossover. Uh, we've been doing music for a long time, so synth, synth pop, back in the old, old days when it was just Depeche Mode and Yaz and that kind of stuff, That's we were on the tail end of that when, we, when I started writing music, and at that time, nobody even knew what an electronic band was. And so we used to say a new kind of rock band, which is hilarious. But getting back into the music industry uh, around 2014 and starting to record again, I kind of approached it from synth pop, but kind of learning about the synth wave scene and, and the music, I mean, I just, just love it. it. It inspires us more than a lot of other types of music. I said before, listening to uh, Night Ride and your show in particular is one of our most enjoyable things to hear the different music that we really don't hear anywhere else. So mm. so I would say we definitely cross over into Synthwave. I, I kind of let the listeners be the judge. We're not someone that, that necessarily tries to focus on a genre we sing. I just want to write good music and music that I enjoy or I enjoy hearing and I think others will enjoy hearing. So uh, I guess uh, that's kind of where I'll let it stand. So the track uh, Shattered Glass, I noticed you had a couple different artists do a remix or were featured on that, right? Or was Stereo and Solo on Andrick's version too? No, no. So um, let's see. For Shattered Glass, um, we have a couple different versions on, on the single. We often do that just to provide some variety. The regular version of Shattered Glass Terry Northrup uh, of Stereo and Solo uh, actually does a lot of electronic music, but he also plays uh, guitar. Yes. And, and we just said, hey, uh, I got this song I'm working on. You know how this goes, right? I got this song I'm working on. Do you think you could like play some really cool guitar? Because I play very, very novice acoustic guitar and, and you don't want to hear me play guitar. Uh, so so yeah, I sent it over to him. He goes, oh, yeah, I'll try it. And he's French. So it's it's interesting uh, uh, speaking with him because uh, he actually has such a good mood all the time when, when, when you talk to him. He, he's quite a great guy. And he goes, yeah, let, let me let me work on this. And so he sends us back this, this, this version. I pop it into my track because the track was pretty much done. Then I go, this is so awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. So I'm really impressed with him. Yeah, and then of course, uh, Andrew Arcane. Uh, again, more secrets on the show. Andrew Arcane is our son, actually. <laughs> our firstborn. Our firstborn. <laughs> and he does music himself. He's been 
doing some remixes, a lot of remixes for us and, and the music that we've been writing. And it adds a definitely a different flavor, especially with uh, Soul to Your Heart. I mean, it's a very kind of modern, accessible, but also brings what we're doing in there. So it's not quite as retro yeah. as, as what we well, do. Well, same thing with Shattered Glass. He's, he's really good at taking something and, well, he likes to do things in a more, I guess, minor key, give it a little bit darker flavor. And, um, and people really respond to that as well. They really like his style. And so it's, it's always way different than what you would, you would expect. And it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, he, and he's really good at, I think, production. So messing around with the vocals and making them do different things, things that I don't, I'm always focused on, on making a really good song to start. I want to write a good song. And then I only get so far with the production. I can make it nice and clean. But Andrew will take risks uh, mm -hmm. sometimes that I'm learning to do. Uh, so that's why we appreciate uh, some of this remix, some of the remixes. And then the other two versions on Shattered Glass are just the instrumentals, which I think, especially, you know, the Synthwave community, they appreciate instrumentals as well. So I always want to provide those. Yeah, it's, it's nice. I like vocals, though. If it was written with vocals, I think that's how it was intended to be heard. Plus, you have nice voices. You know, why, why not? Well, thank you. I always <laughs> tell Eric if people want to do karaoke to it, you know, there's the instrument. <laughs> <laughs> We would have to provide one of the, I don't even know if they have those anymore, but the karaoke <laughs> machines, they have these these tracks where you can like sync the lyrics along <laughs> with the music. I think to do a proper karaoke track, we'd have to like change it all to like, change it to general MIDI instruments, you know, so oh it sounds goodness. like a, like, a, like an old computer or something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, there was a company, if I could only remember who they were, somebody is doing this uh i can't oh jamigo jamigo is an app that that's somebody's in the process of developing right now and they're putting synthwave songs on it for other people to do karaoke to they got like nina on there and oh, you know lots of underground stuff maybe you get on there i don't know <laughs> jamigo. maybe i made it really easy for them <laughs> 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 they just started out so yeah we should send them a message or something that'd be fun i don't think they have very many duets in their catalog yeah that would be fun <laughs> i'm doing well i've come so far thought that i could just forget not a picture or a song and it feels like yesterday But a picture or a song It's Oh, 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 oh,
And do you know how long it took me to put two and two together with Andrick's name? <laughs> what the first name? The Eric plus Andrea. Yeah. It's Andrick, yes. 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 Actually, uh some Andrea people, and Eric. Yeah, yeah. Andrea and Eric is Andrick. Yeah, so there you go. So cause we, we had girl names picked out, but we didn't have any boy names and we wouldn't we couldn't decide on a boy name, so we decided to combine our names. <laughs> That's perfect. I'm just I feel silly for not having known that or picked up on that earlier. <laughs> well, uh, the name Andrick is a legit name uh, outside of our just combining it. Uh, but there's not a lot of them there, so that's oh. that's good for him for yes. <laughs> for his stage name. So there you go. Perfect. And you've also done a video, a music video recently for Bedside Table. Yeah, definitely. Yes, I mentioned that we kind of got back into the music industry in about 2014. I started writing music again, original music and recording and all that kind of thing. And uh, we've d I've done some videos. I've, I've mostly been doing them. I also work as a visual designer, graphic designer, motion graphics. I'm getting into that. We put together some videos for some of the songs like Gone and um, fly away fly well yeah and then more recently fly yeah. away i had it mm -hmm. i always felt like fly away there's an idea behind the whole album of fly away i'm just digressing into a whole new subject here is um in my mind i kind of pictured someone escaping on a spacecraft some something mm -hmm. like that and like the whole album is kind of in order telling a story of someone escaping in a, on a spacecraft, but but trying to escape their problems, right? And so you had like a little video. Yeah, so the video I made, a... <laughs> yes, the video I made for Flyaway has. I thought, well, I got to have a spacecraft, and so it's kind of that's kind of entailed within the video itself. So this one is a little different because it's like a lot of like you and a little bit of me, like kind of live action, not just images. Right, the bedside so. table was, I, what I was getting to is the bedside table is one of the first ones uh, that we've done with actual footage of us yes. uh, singing. 
And we actually have planned, uh, you know, I, I'm sure this will happen, but I, you know, <laughs> I get scared when I say things and I don't know if, if it's going to come to fruition. But we have plans to do a video for Soul of Your Heart. And that was really what I wanted to do. Uh, but at the same time, I was trying out some new software to do video editing. So it was like your test run. And, and trying out my <laughs> skills with live footage mm -hmm. rather than just putting yeah. clips together. And so that's that's kind of how the bedside table came about. I was editing and trying to get things to happen behind me and then masking things. And at one point, I think I had ha half Andrea's face and half my face, but I think we ditched that. <laughs> Instead, I put her into some glass. And, and so I was, uh, th this is not stuff that, that I'm a total pro on, but I'm learning. And uh, it was a blast to do and, and to shoot the footage as well. I think mm -hmm. I shot my footage like three times before I got it right and getting the lighting right and that sort of thing. We tore apart the whole studio and yeah, I yeah, got the lighting <laughs> right and all that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, that's the bedside table and, and it's probably a little, it's a dark song. Mm -hmm. So the video itself is a little darker than maybe a typical synthwave thing, but. Um, hey, but you have those neon lights in there, here and there. Yeah, I have a couple so. neon lights. <laughs> yes, I do. And I'm hoping that Soul of Your Heart can be a little more colorful, although I'm yeah. kind of still envisioning kind of a dark blue theme to go along with the took me a while to figure out what that box was. And I thought it was a door at first. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> box. Well, you know, we tried to choose footage that was, well, in parts of it. I and mean, we didn't use a lot of footage, but the footage we used, we tried to pick stuff that was not immediately recognizable because even with music sometimes you want people you may have an idea in your head but you want listeners to enjoy it and make connections to their own lives mm -hmm. so in reality that that footage is of an old broken down car but it does look like something else oh so it's and not what i thought oh well, I mean, hopefully. But we wanted you to think what you think for it. Yeah, so. okay. okay. <laughs> and, and, and this song, you know, is kind of a tricky song. Mm -hmm. uh, if you look at my catalog, I we tend to be a little more positive, not as dark. And so with this song, it is kind of dark. And in a way, I think we leave it open to how the story and the song ends. Yes. You know, I'd like to, I'd like to say that it, it when I when I back off from it and I look at it, I'd like to say maybe maybe it turned out better than it seems. But the what I was really trying to get to when I now this is one where I wrote the lyrics. What I was trying to get to on this song was the anguish and the difficulty and the pain that people someone was going through in the story. And it, it's definitely one of those more stories story lyrics, yes. story songs. That's awesome. Came out gorgeous. So now you're planning a video for Soul Your Heart. Are you officially planning it? Or is it just... Yeah. Yeah. You know, after it, it, it took me three weeks. It was just not so bad. But it took three weeks to really put together the bedside table. So once we finished that, it was just a week or two ago. Uh, we just wanted to take a break. <laughs> you deserve uh, it. Yeah. So I want to, I want, and so to your heart, as long as, long as the, what I'm envisioning a little bit is, uh, of course, Andrea's the main vocals on Soul to Your Heart. So we're going to have her 
more prominently featured. I also want to do some, you know, keyboard work and have that filmed a little bit uh, with some colors. I've got some uh, equipment that has great colors. So visually, <laughs> it'll look good, right? And then as far as how we're going to tell the story of the song, I'm not sure yet. So I, I need to do a little more research and find some clips or shoot clips that, that are going to speak more to the song, the story of Soul to Your Heart. On the bedside table lies a gun And among other things lies a letter
Shall I dig into your musical history a little bit? Sure. So uh, how long have the two of you been a musical duo? (laughs) (laughs) No, we laughed because we met in high school. We were in um, choir together. I think it was like probably the end of the first year of high school, like when I was there. Eric was singing in, doing his original music in a little Italian restaurant on the weekends. And um, sometimes he would use another singer to sing harmony. I'm not sure quite how this happened, but he, he asked me one day to um, to sing with him. And so I guess that's when our journey began. Yeah, that that's funny too, because it sounds really neat that I was singing in a restaurant, but I was also making pizza in the restaurant. And then on the weekends, they let me come in and set up my synthesizer and play songs that no one knew and people gave, gave us tips and stuff like that. <laughs> it was really cool when you're when you're 16 years old and you're doing that. It's it's really cool. Yeah, a gig is a gig, especially when you're a kid. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so you started doing music together before you were dating. Yes, actually, yes, yes. I remember we had some songs. I wanted Andrea to sing with me. I asked her, and I said, "Let's get together and practice." So we got together and. Uh, gave her a tape i think before yeah and she practiced them and then we got together and we sang them and she remembers distinctly what i said after practice and it's not it wasn't my reflection of her it's just sometimes i get all about business right <laughs> and and i start to lose the the, the friendly social aspect <laughs> social aspect of things so at at the end of, of of us practicing i handed her a recording of the tape so she would know more how, how we would be playing them. And what did I say? You said, practice. <laughs> I gave the tape and I said, practice. <laughs> to which I thought, what, did we just not practice? <laughs> so apparently I needed more practice. <laughs> <laughs> so before this, how long had each of you been singing or involved in music? We've probably been involved in music ever since we well obviously before we met Mm -hmm. but definitely after we met we sing together and then as i got out of uh, high school and started in college um, that's when i formed uh, turning keys uh, another band and andrea was a part of that so Mm -hmm. uh, we were we and another guy Mm -hmm. named jeff were uh, the founding members and we did a lot with turning keys i mean and jeff was very a little bit older than us and so he knew how to promote and how to get shows together mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. And uh, so, so we did a, a lot of shows. Uh, we opened for, if anybody knows who this is, Flock of Seagulls. Um, <laughs> heard of them. Yeah, heard of them somewhere, <laughs> frankly. And we, we, uh, we recorded a few videos and did a lot of stuff back then for several years. We, we played the Roxy in, in L.A., <laughs> but... We're laughing because like all the bands then were like these rock bands, guitar bands. And we come in with like, how many keyboards? Like six keyboards. We had six keyboards. And yes. then we're having to do all the hookup for all our keyboards. And all they really want you to be, you know, in and out really quick at the Roxy. So like it took us so long to set up and oh then my gosh. and to break down. They were all kind of really mad at us because we threw off their whole schedule. They were so mad at us. It was... <laughs> And this is our first, we had an initial show that was almost a private show and it was a release of our EP, right? And then, so our first show 
what was public was the Roxy in LA on the Sunset Strip. And like you said, they were so mad at us because back then you didn't do background tra tracks. Um, we actually had six or seven keyboards that were all wired. And when we played, we played live MIDI. Everything was, <laughs> was working and everything was going. Uh, but it took that first show, we had no, we really didn't know how to set things up yet. So it took us like a forever. long time. It was forever <laughs> to set up. So yeah, that, that was, that's hilarious. But we can say we played the Roxy. Yeah, we can, we can. And uh, so, I mean, we, I was involved, we were both involved in that until four or five years and we did a lot of stuff. And then uh, I kind of took music in a different direction in my life for a, a number of years. And did regular, uh, what do you mean regular? Not electronic music. I still play keys, uh, but played with uh, traditional bands, uh, you know, guitar, bass, all, all that sort of stuff. And uh, really, really got to learn. I, I was really kind of instructing or leading bands and different groups of musicians regularly. Uh, and that was just an amazing time. I played, we played with so many people, not known people, but people that were so talented. And then, uh, you know, I mentioned that, so, so we were kind of out of that aspect of the, of the music industry until about 2014 when I moved back here to Austin and I began writing again and coming back to electronic music is something that I've always really had a connection with. Yeah. So, but Andrew has been there, obviously, I mean, we got married uh, after college. <laughs> Andrew has always been a part of the music that we've been doing. You know, we've always been kind of this, this duo. <laughs> yes. So I got to ask, um, you never came up with a name for the duo. You just go by Eric C. Powell for most of it. Oh my gosh. So here's the thing. So <laughs> when I was coming back in 2014, Andrea was working a lot, right? You, mm -hmm. you were working and, full -time. and you weren't home, full time and you weren't mm -hmm. home a lot. And I don't, I, I wasn't either, but um, I, I really had already started writing some stuff. And I, I, I remember going through like, I should name myself like a band, you know, you know, rather than just go by my name. And I, I looked and I asked friends and we went through, I just never could find anything that, that seemed appropriate. And so I just started off with Eric C. Powell and Andrew was, was still really involved with the album, but not, she was also working so she could be less involved. As we got to the second album, True, I realized that, that we really wanted to bring her in the fold with everything we were doing and kind of started about names, but then I felt like we were kind of established as Eric C. Powell. So I don't know. I mean, that's just a weird situation. So because of the people kind of know the name Eric C. Powell, we just haven't moved away from that. But it is kind of awkward to, to promote it sometimes. Sometimes we call it Eric C. Powell music. You know, I don't know. It's weird. So if anybody has any suggestions, you know, just, just, Ping me up on, on Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, or something, and say, "Hey, why don't you do this?" And of course, I'll do that. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Anyway, so <laughs> I think in private company, I refer to you as the Powells. Yep. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I think the name Powell is cool, but that's already taken by a different electronic artist. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know anything about him. I just looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I think that if we just establish that, you know, Andrea's part of the package that she comes along with it. Yeah. Then I think that's that's good good enough. I was just gonna say most of the time they just say Eric C. Pell and they just put and Andrea Pell <laughs> like when we do songs, you know, just just to kind of put that out there a little bit. So the last I time do we, that. The last time <laughs> yes. we did our station IDs, 
uh, Andrea, we switched it up and I go, hi, this is Eric C. Powell. And she goes, and me, Andrea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I assumed that it was your project and that years down the line you talked her into being on the albums. But uh, I, I get it now. (laughs) <laughs> no, she's been there the, the whole time. I know during uh, Turning Keys, during college, there were some issues where Andrea needed to leave the band. It was really difficult mm-hmm. to find someone to kind of even try to fill that gap. We never really did find someone that was exactly what we were looking for. Of course, I ended up marrying her. That was my solution. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to.
So when was the last time the two of you had a live show together? Well, the last time we had a live show was here in Austin. Was it 2019? I think so. Okay. Anyway, so it was at Elysium, a great club here that that features electronic music, all types of electronic music. That's where we met Primo. Oh, cool. And, and but they also have a they just have a variety because you know we're in Texas. Yes. So uh, <laughs> and we're in Austin. Um, there's actually a lot of different type of music here. I know Survive mm-hmm. is from here, and just in Texas, Hammerazza. Hammerzaya. I never say that. And then uh, anyway, Hammerzaya. Uh... <laughs> so, so the I guess what we're getting at is that this one club, Elysium, does a great job at really supporting electronic acts, and even though we're all there's different genres, we're just really blown away that that they're all really supportive of one another that was that was the very cool thing so yeah. uh, one guy's up there and growling and <laughs> it was electronic music another guy's up there more of a dj set and, and we're all just coming together and for the music i guess you could mm-hmm. say and and we really appreciate it so yeah that's when we played it was just after well it, we, we mostly did the music to promote the true album which was before fly away yeah that's awesome how was the turnout Oh, the turnout was good. It's a small club, so and we were first, so <laughs> and, and we hadn't played uh, in a little while. So uh, for us, uh, we were very happy to get the crowd that we did get, and we got a lot of really good feedback. Yeah, we did. Awesome. So I, I know there's probably nothing planned yet. Well, how do you feel about uh, live stream concerts? Well, we, we uh, yeah, I mean, live stream concerts are, are cool. I, I've seen a few. We did one uh, with radio, another radio station. And um, we are, I think it's, we're about due for another. The other thing is, you know, you still have to practice. Mm-hmm. So um, honestly, I don't think we've practiced since the last live stream. Yeah. So, and we have <laughs> new material now that we need to add to the set. So we're definitely looking forward to do that. Uh, you kind of got to, when you're doing music, you kind of have to do things in phases. For instance, we were talking about the music video before, kind of in a music video phase, and then uh, there's a writing phase. And then when the Fly Away album finally came out, there's a promotional phase where you're, where you're just helping people understand what the album's about and that there's new music. Uh, another phase is rehearsing and, and, and getting the, the music converted over to live that can be presented in a live environment, even if it's live stream. That's awesome. If you're ready to do it at any point, uh, let me know. I'll put a word in for you. Definitely. We're definitely- yeah. So I'm looking at my notes here. Normally I ask about upcoming tours and stuff, but that's not on the agenda. Well, we could talk about how we were going to go on a mini tour. So, well, this was actually, um, we were supposed to go overseas, um, but the whole COVID thing happened. But we were going to go to um, London, Berlin, and Denmark, like Copenhagen, mm-hmm. Denmark. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And do shows at all those places. Honestly, I've, I've never been overseas. And uh, this was literally right, it was just the timing of COVID and just the beginning of lockdowns and stuff our luggage was practically packed we had our passports in hand i, I think i booked a hotel in mm-hmm. one of the cities and was working on the other cities as well as 
figuring out, you know, how I was going to get from one place to another because we had to be there for two and a half weeks. Then we, you know, COVID kind of hit and then we're like, it was kind of this, let's wait and see, will this blow over in two weeks? Well, I think we all know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> but we will, you know, just don't know how long it's going to last. I'm not holding my breath right now, but someday when we get out of this and things open back up, we are doing that. Yes. <laughs> even if we didn't, even if we didn't do it with the existing tour that that we were part of, we'll go ourselves. Yeah. So so we're totally excited about that. We'll be more excited when it gets yes. <laughs> closer. <laughs> I just wanted to say I didn't get to say it earlier, but I know Eric sort of said it. But um, your show is one of my favorite shows to listen to. Like whenever Eric would would turn it on, I'd be like, "What is that?" And he'd be like, oh, it's it's Night Ride with, with Gar and Zoe Lee. And I'd be like, I really like the music on this channel. So um, I have my own personal playlist that I listen to in my car. And it's a lot of the sort of style that you play. So that's what I awesome. really like. Yeah, I got to <laughs> say that the Andrea is probably the first one of us two that really kind of plug into Synthwave. Every time I step in the car, what's playing? So we're like Neon Knox. You know, it could be uh, Time Cop 1983. You know, so it just depends on the day. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm, I'm more of a variety, and uh, but, but we really do appreciate the show and we appreciate Night Ride. I'm the one that tries to do my best to support, well, other radio stations, all radio stations mm -hmm. that are supporting us and try to support them and give them shout outs and stuff like that. Because I think, you know, it, it's kind of the symbiotic uh, mm -hmm. relationship. We really do want to support others and help them succeed. But also with other artists too mm -hmm. that, that we work with and talk to, and we really found uh, the synth fan community to be really welcoming and supportive. And you know, a lot of us are kind of trying to work through some of the same things. You know, from a technical question like how do I get my DAW to do this, or <laughs> uh, how come I'm not making any money on Spotify <laughs> or whatever, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I, I gotta say, um, your your promotional material, your your electronic press kit and all that, that's tip top shape. I gotta say, not enough artists are, are sending those out. You know, when I get submissions, it's kind of like a sentence typed in haste. Here's my track. I just finished it. And like, I'll play it if it's a good track. I don't judge you by what your email looks like. But your email is always very professional. <laughs> Everything's there. All the information, the different formats, whatever you want. It's all in one email. That's that's awesome. I'm mostly saying that for everybody else to take a. If you haven't seen Eric C. Powell's press kit yet, you, you need to. You have it online. <laughs> <laughs> my my advice, or I think my goal, is just to make it as easy as possible for people to hear my music, and I think that's a good encouragement. I think Andrea and I both feel that that, that way about it. Since the early days, we had uh, Emotive Records, which is now Emotive Media Group. And that's basically me trying to um, help other artists. So, so we do help artists once in a while, help them try to connect with radio or put together a press kit or even just you know put a CD together. I know there's a, there's a lot of artists that already know how to do that, but some of the newer ones have uh, been able to come, come alongside them and say, hey, here's, here's, here's what I've done. It's worked if you want to give that a try. So um, don't hesitate to, to contact us. That's a, a motive media group. Perfect. No, no money involved. It's just a, just a thing I do when I, when I have a little bit of extra time. Well, that's nice. 
No, that's very helpful. Well, um, I want to thank you both for, for being on my show. I'm glad I got you both here. <laughs> yeah, good. definitely. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> the, the new music, beautiful. So I'm going to play us out with Soul to Your Heart. Do you have a preference as to which version? I was going to play the original. I know the Icy Blue is a bit of a crowd pleaser. Do you have a yeah. preference? The original I really do love because that's the one we, we came up and I tried to structure a lot like the, the versions that we did in the past. But the Icy Blue has a couple extra parts that I think really bring it out. And it's a little more, the songs are not aggressive, but <laughs> I feel like the Icy Blue is a little more aggressive and I've, I've kind of really been enjoying. Uh, I just like to call it danceable. <laughs> yes, danceable. And you know what's interesting, just a little thing about it. We were trying to come up with a name for the mix. What do we call it? I mean, literally heartbeat mix, some other crazy, <laughs> dumb names. They're not dumb. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, so uh, Andrew goes, as she usually does, she's the one that comes up with the really good ideas. And uh, she says, what about Icy Blue? I said, that is a great name because, and it's there's a lyric in there in the, in the song. Yes. That that basically says three words. I see blue. Like see myself in the mirror. I see blue. And so when we were when in younger days we were saying, okay, so it, it could be I see blue, S E E, or it could be I see blue, I see Y. And she says, What about not three words, but the two word icy blue? Which really <laughs> the song is kind of icy blue. It's it's melancholy. And I thought that's a great name. Anyways, I, that whole story, just to say, I, I, that's the one I'd like to play. <laughs> you want to hear the Icy Blue mix? All yeah. Right. <laughs> well, once again, thank you both for, for being here and doing this interview. This has been a long time coming. Yes, me. Thank you. <laughs> All right, here's Eric C. Powell and Andrea Powell with Soul to Your Heart, the Icy Blue mix. Have a good night. Bye.